0: There's power in the name of. Jesus. There's healing in the name of. Jesus. There's salvation in the name of. Jesus. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Jesus. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Entefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral, Collegiate. Bishop Intefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral, Collegiate. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs, and wonders. His in teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. The
1: The bishop in Telford I've had the opportunity to preach in his church convention a couple of times. Uh, but recently, the Archbishop um, took us on a retreat, and he was the main speaker. And I was really, really blessed. Let's give God a hand. I was blessed. And this morning, to the glory of God, can I please ask you to stand? Let's give honor to whom honor is due. And I want to say to you what married the mother of Jesus told the people at the wedding feast in Cana of Galilee he said whatever he tells you do it ladies and gentlemen let's bring to the microphone the servant of God can we please receive the servant of God I appreciate Jesus for a wonderful couple of friends. Oh, I appreciate Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. How many of you are happy to be here this morning? David said, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. There is no better place than the house of the Lord. And I believe that God will give us his word and minister his spirit to us. However you came, may you go changed and blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shall we pray, Father? Thank you for the opportunity that we have. To be in your presence. There is nowhere like your presence. We honor you and we bless you because you are our God and our Savior. Be glorified and be exalted. Thank you mighty Holy Spirit for your presence and your guidance. Guide us into all truth. Touch our hearts, O God, and give us hearts that are ready to receive instruction. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I would like to first and foremost um, appreciate greatly God's mighty, mighty servant. The only papa that we have. Help me appreciate the papa. Hallelujah. Papa, it's a great honor for asking me to come. I appreciate it greatly. And I want you to know that we love you. You are such a wonderful servant and such a wonderful gift to us, not only in action, not only in Ghana, but across the nations of the world. Our prayer is that you live long and prosper. Hallelujah. Why don't you appreciate the once again? And of course, I also want to appreciate the senior bishops, Bishop James and Bishop Nyako, all the bishops, wonderful servants of God, it's a blessing to be here, um, I preach during the first service, and I'm happy to be here again. I bring you greetings from my prophet, my pastor, Bishop Doug. I thank God for his life. I thank God for his input into my life. And I can say without any doubt that God has used him mightily to affect my life and my ministry. I owe my life to him, and I want to say, God bless you, Bishop, for being of such a tremendous blessing to my life. Now, this morning, um, I want to be speaking on the subject, Anna, your prophet. Anna, your prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. Anna, your prophets. Amen. Now, it is very important for us to understand that the church of Jesus Christ is built upon the foundations of the prophets and of the apostles. The Bible says in Ephesians 2:20 That the church is built upon the foundations of the apostles and of the prophets. In John 15 1, Jesus said, I am the vine and ye are the branches. Now, Jesus is the vine. The prophets and the apostles are the primary branches. Then, the evangelists, pastors, teachers, and the rest are the secondary branches. And, we the members who sit under their feet are the tertiary branches. We are the righteous man. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 41, Jesus said, Whosoever receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's Reward. So, what comes to you depends on how you receive a person. If you receive a prophet that God has given to you as a prophet, Jesus says, you will receive a prophet's reward. And if you receive someone as a righteous man, you also receive a righteous man's reward. Now, your prophet is your man of God that God has placed over your life. Hallelujah. Your pastor who brings you knowledge of salvation for the remission of sins. Is your true prophet. When John the Baptist was born, in Luke chapter 1, 76 and 77, his father lifted him up, and said, And now thou, O child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Alright? And you shall bring the knowledge of the word of the knowledge of salvation to give the knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins. This is the true sign of a prophet. And I believe that there's nobody here who would doubt the fact that for the last 40 years, the Lord has placed the Papa in our midst as someone who has brought us the knowledge of salvation. Hallelujah. Now, it is very important for us to receive the prophet that God gives to us. And also to honor Him. We receive God's prophet through the way we see Him. Through the way we respond to Him. Through the way we receive Him. Your prophet is very important because your prophet is three steps away from God. In John chapter 13 and verse 20, Jesus said, Whosoever receiveth, he that I send, receives me. And whosoever receives me, receives the one who has sent me. It was God that sent Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus is saying, when we receive the servants." That they are sent into our midst to be a blessing to us, to teach us, to establish us in the things of God. When we receive them, we are receiving Him, Jesus. And when we receive Him, Jesus, we are receiving God who sent Him. away from God. Not only that, your prophet is important because your prophet is God's giving agent in your life for your deliverance, for your promotion, for your instruction, for your direction, for your upliftment, for your exhortation, for your healing, for your deliverance in life. In Hosea chapter 12 and verse 13, the Bible says For by a prophet, God brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he preserved him. Amen. God uses your prophet to bring you out of Egypt. We all know that Egypt was a place of affliction. Egypt was a place of discomfort, disrespect. Egypt was a place where the people of Israel were were put down as slaves. And when it was time for God to deliver them and bring them to a better place into a land that was full of milk and honey, God sent Moses as a prophet. Over the last 40 years, in our lives, not only has God used to bring us the word of of salvation but through him God has taken us out of our issues our lives have been transformed we have been promoted in life we have received direction we have been healed our businesses have prospered our ministries have prospered great things have happened to our lives through the ministry of our prophet that God has given to us Every time God wanted to deliver people, he sent them a prophet. He sent Elijah as a prophet to the widow of Zarephath. And now watch this. He told Elijah, go to this woman and she will sustain you. Now watch this. If God wants to keep his servant, watch this. Is it not ironical That God would send his prophet to a widow to sustain him. How can a widow sustain the prophet of God? God was not sending Elijah for the widow to sustain him. But God was sending Elijah into the life of the widow for her to be sustained for three years. Over the last 40 years God has sent Papa into his ministry. Through the anointing upon his life. Through the grace of God upon his life. Through the way that he has spoken to us. Through the instruction that he has given to us. Through the encouragement that he has given to us. We have been sustained. Hallelujah. Now, the tragedy. Please listen to this. The tragedy that has happened to many of us. Is the fact that in the midst of all these things that I am talking about. We have not been able to identify, notice, recognize, and properly honor the gifts. It is very, very important to honor the prophet. Now, when I talk about honoring the prophet, I am not talking about honoring, not I'm not talking about the institution, I'm talking about the person. There's a difference between the person and the institution. We find it very easy. Do things for the institution, but we find it very difficult when it comes to the person. But Jesus said, If you receive the one that I've saved, you receive me. He's talking about honor. Jesus Himself taught us that He honored the Father in John chapter 8 and verse 49. Jesus said, I do not have a devil. Do dishonor me. He said, I do not have a devil, but I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and ye do dishonor me. Right here, we are seeing Jesus teaching us the importance of honoring the father, the pastor, the prophet, the man of God, that God places in our life. And watch this. He said, I do not have a devil. Because I don't have a devil, I honor. Which implies that when you dishonor, it is a sign that you are not being led by the Spirit of God, but you are being led by the devil. Anybody who sits in this church and does not believe in honoring a great prophet that God has given to us. You are being led by another spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I honor my father. God sent me to tell action. Action Ghana. Action worldwide. And indeed the charismatic church of Ghana. That the time has come for us to recognize and honor the prophet. That God has given to us. The time has come. It's a good policy for us to honor Him. I say it is a good policy for us to honor Him. Everybody say it is a good policy. Say it is a good policy. Say it is a good policy. Clap your hands for Jesus. Now, what does it mean? What does it mean to honor the prophet? What does it mean to honor the prophet? Number one. Are you here? You go home. Number one. To honor, and these are English language definitions. To honor means to praise, to hail, to exalt. Therefore, to dishonor means to disgrace, to embarrass, to accuse. To disrespect, to condemn, to blame, and to reproach. Hallelujah. Now, there are many who instead of honoring, praising, appreciating, they rather dishonor, they embarrass, they accuse, they condemn, they blame the prophets. For you to do that now, Canaan, the son of Ham, and by implication, Ham disgraced, humiliated, and embarrassed his father Noah. He went into his father's tent, saw his father's nakedness, and came out laughing. There are people who sit in the church and make themselves champions of bad news. Champions of criticisms. Champions of embarrassment. They don't see anything good. They have nothing good to say. Alright? Now, did, did you know that did you know that when newspapers write bad stories about pastors, they normally say, according to our usual reliable sources in the church. Is <laughs> it their hands. are sitting in the church and what they do is to embarrass but Shem and Japheth, they took a piece of cloth and they went backwards. They said whatever it is we don't want to know. When we look at our father, there is only one thing we can say. He's a great person he's a wonderful person he's a great man of God, he's anointed. Whatever there is we don't want to know, we don't want to see We don't want to know. We don't want to see. We don't want to. Yeah. Listen to me. Jesus said, Who may do a charge over the servant of God? There are people who sit in churches and they feel that their duty is to correct the pastor. Now listen to me. Correction is wrong. Correction is It's wrong. Correction comes from top to down. It doesn't go from down up. And you see, you are sitting down there, talking and embarrassing and memory. And you are criticizing the great prophet that God has given to us. Now, the reason why the reason why you may be going through some things is because of the position. Listen to me. Listen to me. When you go to the golf course, one day, try and pass by the Archipelago golf course. Acts of hole 04. Hole 04. You see a big tree. Very big tree. It is standing right in the middle of what we call the fairway, where the balls go. It is fully scarred. Now, the scars on the trees, it's not because the tree is a bad tree. It's not because the tree has done any any bad thing, any horrible thing. The scars are there because of the position of the tree. Thank God for Papa, who over the last 40 years has stood here and received all all the bullets, all the bullets, all the bullets, all the bullets, all the bullets on our behalf. Thank God. Thank God. May God bless you, Papa. We will appreciate you forever for standing and receiving all the bullets on our behalf. Yes, he deserves—he deserves our praise, not embarrassment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, you have the audacity. You have the audacity. To embarrass this prophet. What have you done? What have you done? Listen. A man who has not been to school before. Yet a man. That God has raised up. As a world Christian leader. Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Bishop Bishop Dank always tells us. He says. I have been to medical school for seven years. He said. I am nowhere near. Now look at this church. This is a church where the presidents come to. The diplomats are here. All the people who are respected in society are here. A man that has written books, raised up churches, a man that has consecrated bishops, not only here in Ghana, a man that oversees denominations, churches, a man that sits in council of presidents it must tell you the grace of God, the gift of God, the power of God, the anointing of God that is upon this man. Action! Action! We should be able to stand anywhere we should be able to stand anywhere and say to everybody that is my Papa That is my pastor. That is my official. That is my prophet. Lift up your voice and give the Lord a shout. I did a... I did a research work about church planting. I looked at it from the charismatic perspective. And all the respected religions have it on record that the pioneer. The founder, the father of the charismatic church in Ghana, is Papa. You see, but, but we don't we don't like to say it. We don't like to say it. Most of the bishops, founders in this country, the charismatic world, are either his products or products of his products. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. To honor someone means to recognize and memorialize a person and his works and accomplishments. To honor someone is to recognize and memorialize a person and his works and accomplishments. To this therefore someone is to fail to notice and recognize a person his works and accomplishments, leaving him to self-announce and self-promote his worthiness. To dishonor somebody is to allow them, is to ignore, is to fail to recognize the person's works and accomplishments and leave the person to self-announce and self-promote his self-worthiness. Yeah. Action. We should be trumpeting Papa's works and accomplishments. We should be trumpeting them. Yes. We should. We should not allow Papa to stand up and tell us who he is to us. That is dishonor. When your father stands before you to tell you, I'm your father, you have dishonored him. You must look at your father and say you are my father, you are my mother. I, I don't know it's today Mother's Day. All right. Is it around the corner? I've been seeing some things. Hello. I said it is dishonor for you to stand before your father for your father to tell you, Look, you must know that I'm your father, I paid your school fees, I sent you to school. I looked after you. Now you should know that. You should know that we in action, after 40 years, we should stand and we should tell the whole world, this man, this man, this man, that is our prophet. Hello. Those of you that you are not clapping, why? Is that? Are you all around good swords? Clap before something happens. We must recognize his accomplishments. Yeah. I thank God for my pastor and my father, Bishop Dad. You see, When you listen to him preaching, you may think that the Archbishop is sitting just here. Yeah. If if, you are not watching the video, you may think that, oh, Archbishop is around. He's not around. He talks about him all the time. He talks about him. He talks about what he has done. He talks about his influence over his life. There are people here. There are people here. You don't want to talk about the blessing of God that has come over your life through his ministry and through his life. You have made yourself like Elijah of Tishbite, We don't know your father, we don't know your mother, or that we know that you are Elijah the Tishbite, But somebody brought you forth. Hallelujah. Somebody brought you forth. Amen. And let me tell you something you must understand. In 2nd Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 20, alright? The prophet told the people of Israel, he said to them, believe in the Lord your God, so that you will be established. And they rose up early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tequwa, and as they went forth, the Hoshaban stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Now that way established me to be nature, to be nice, to be brought up. Listen to me. When we believe in God, we are established in the things of God, we are established in the principles. In the ways of righteousness, we are established in obedience. We are established in loving God, in working for God, in doing the works of God. Alright? But that is not the only end. And he said, and he said, believe his prophets, so shall ye prosper. Now, now, the word prosper is the word chalak in the Hebrew. Starts with knowing the prophets. The Shunammite woman in 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse 9 told the husband, I know, I know that this man who comes here is a holy man of God. And she she said unto her husband, Behold, I perceive that this is a holy man of God which passes by us continually. The NIV says, I know. I know. Actually, we must know. We must know. We must recognize. Hallelujah. Deep down in our heart, we must perceive the prophet that God has given to us. Now, look at Esther, Esther chapter 6. Esther chapter 6. I want you to help. I want to help you to understand this principle. On that night, could not the king sleep? And he commanded to bring the book of the records of the chronicles. And they were read before the king. And it was found written that Mordecai had told of Bectana and Teresh two of the king's chamberlains, the keepers of the door, who sought to lay hand on the king Ahasuerus. Now watch this. There were two of the king's servants, king Ahasuerus' servants, confidants, people who were close to him, who had become orangus, rebellious. Those of you who have the opportunity to work closely with the prophet. You have to be careful. Because the tendency to become rebellious is very high. Jesus said to the disciples, did I not choose you twelve and one of you? He said, now two of them rebelled against the king and they planned to kill the king. And Mordecai, who was the cousin of Queen Esther, Heard about it. And exposed their plans. Now, years later, do you understand what it means to murder the king? We are talking about confusion. We are talking about civil war. We are talking about a major problem in the country. And this was averted through the works of Mordecai who exposed them. Now, Exodus chapter 6 and verse 3. And the king said, everybody look at this thing. And the king said, "What honor and dignity have been done to Mordecai for this. Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, there is nothing done for him. Continue. And the king said, who is in the court? Now Haman was come into the outer court of the king's house to speak into the king to hang Mordecai On The gallows that they have prepared for him. Anybody who has planned to destroy your life, we cancel it in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the arrows of your enemies stand against them in the name of Jesus. Those who seek to hang you, may they themselves be hanged in the name of the Lord Jesus. Any evil word that has been spoken against you, we send back those evil words to the senders in the name of Jesus. Now, in short, the king honored Modikaya greatly, but this is what I want you to see. The king said, "Ah, the person who did the sin, the person who did the sin, what honor and dignity, what honor and dignity has been done?" And the people said, "Nothing." Action. God is asking you. I gave you my servant for forty years. What honor and dignity has been done for you? God is asking the bishops. God is asking the pastors. God is asking the administrators. God is asking the people who are the leaders of this church and the sheep and the members what honor and dignity. Now, that question, listen to me, that question presupposes that God expects that if somebody has accomplished something, the person is deserving of honor and dignity. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, Ghana. Ghana, watch. There's a major curse in our lives. The way we treat our presidents, if we don't repent and change, we'll have a curse over our lives. Yeah. We're all here. We saw the way President Liman died. He was he was driving an old pickup. You should see the type of insults and arguments and discussions. You can feel the hatred that goes on Now we begin to talk about what do our former presidents deserve if they have served this nation. They deserve something. They, they deserve our honor and they deserve our dignity. One time, one of our former presidents at a foreign airport when ordinary citizens, Ghanaian citizens, had queued to go through immigration. He was in the same queue. That is dishonor. That is dishonor. That is dishonor. That is dishonor. And a father deserves honor. In Malachi chapter 1, verse say, God says, Let me bring my sermon to an end. I have so many things to tell you, but there's all that I can say. But I want us to see what happens when the prophet is not added. Look at Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. We are reading from verse 1. And he, talking about Jesus, went from thence and came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and of Judah, and Simon, and are not his sister us, and they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, look at this, this is my last scripture, that Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own king, and in his own house. Now, what this scripture is saying, is that, the place where it is most likely that Papa is not on it. It's not America. It's not Germany. It's not Togo. It's here. It's here. But no, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. That's what Jesus is saying. He said in his own country. In his own country. In his own country, huh? among his own king, and in his own house. <laughs> Action! This is what God is saying. This is where the prophet is not it. This is where the prophet is not added. Right it. Right it. here. In the name of Jesus. I said, may we change that story in the name of Jesus. And I don't believe that as a country, Especially among the charismatics, we have already. You know, whenever Papa calls me, I get amazed. He says, "Please, is it possible? Can you fix another time?" You know, and I tell him, "Papa, give the command. If I have strength, I will leave everything and I'll be at your service." I tell him all the time, "You don't need to negotiate. You don't need to negotiate." You don't need to. I believe that we the charismatics, We have not honored him. And the time has come. For us. To recognize his works. Accomplishments. And honor him. And I want to thank God one more time. For my prophet and my pastor Bishop Dan. He has honored Papa all these years. He has honored Papa all these years. He has honored him. And he encourages us. To honor him. To recognize him. We love him all. In lighthouse from coast to coast. The Americans will say from coast to coast. We love him. Actually, it is very difficult for him to appear where lighthouse people are. Because the shoutings and the acclamations are too much. He cannot hide. He cannot hide. He cannot hide. What honor and dignity has been done for you? Now, instead of honoring Jesus in his own country, do you know what he did? He started talking about his background. Ah, who does he think he is? You see, as I'm talking about Papa this morning, and emphasizing that we need to honor him, you are sitting down there with your nose lifted up, With your your neck so high, your arms are like this. Who does he think he is? Who does he think he is? Be careful about somebody that God has added. Is it a good policy? Say it is a good policy. Is it a good policy? Is it a good policy? Say it is a good policy. I want you all to say it is a good policy. Amen. Listen. They reduced Jesus to nothing. They said, Is that not a carpenter? Is his mother not here? Even the mother owns me. They reduced him. They had become familiar with him. Yeah. One of the reasons why the prophet is not honored is familiarity. Familiarity means to know somebody so well and so much that now you lose your admiration, your respect, and your sense of awe. Yeah. Familiarity is an anointing killer. Where people are familiar, the anointing does not work. That takes, me, that takes me to verse 5. Mark says 5. As I come to the end, Mark says 5. Watch this, brothers and sisters, I'm closing. And he could dare do no mighty work. Say that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Wow. they are talking about Jesus. The one that walked on water. The one that raised a man from the dead. After four days of being buried. The one that demons saw and ran away. The one that healed the blind. Caused the lame to jump out. Walking. Now, this man in his own country. Among his own people. Among his king. When he was not and He could not do any mighty works. The tragedy. That comes upon the church when the prophet is not anointed, upon the people, when the leader is not anointed, is that the mighty works that God must use him to do are not done. the anointing does not flow the power does not flow our lives are not affected in the way that it was but thank God for a new day a new era a new period, I said there's a new day there's a new day Everybody shout a new day, a new era, a new time. Clap your hands and give the Lord a shout and stand your feet.
0: We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon. Opus is the Collegu main game. Please note our service times. English services. Early rain service, 6.30am to 8.30am. His presence service, 8.30am to 10.30am. And love and faith service, 10.30am to 12.30pm. Other languages.